You're on Energy Groove Radio. We're live around the world from energy-groove.com on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. This is Arvos. I'm with you until five. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, uh, singer-songwriter Benjamin Trelato is due to drop a brand new single today. In fact, it's out. It's called Worth. Uh, He joins me on the line now. Benjamin, thanks for joining us. Hello. Um, tell us about Worth. It's a beautiful track. Um, I've got to say it's one of the most um, heart-wrenching and honest songs I've heard in a while. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so it's basically a song that I wrote. Um, I guess as a queer person, I grew up sort of struggling to come to terms with my sexuality and sort of resented myself for it. And I grew up feeling very different and like I never um, belonged and that song kind of talks about the struggles that I faced and like accepting myself um, and the empowerment sort of that lies with embracing your identity. Mm. Yeah. Where did you find that self-empowerment? A lot of it was just sort of um, really through meeting fellow um, people from the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, I think that was like mainly through uni and realizing that there were a lot of people like me, I guess in high school, it's kind of like this very small pool of people um, and everyone's still trying to figure themselves out. Then I guess through uni, I found a lot of people like me and then, and I saw a lot of people like me who were, loving themselves, accepting themselves, being who they were. And I guess that sort of inspired me to embrace myself more. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, no one really has a good time in high school, do they? Um, Was there anyone in mainstream media while you were in high school uh, that perhaps you were looking up to? Um, Did you find that visibility in media um, for queer people like yourself, was that a challenge back then? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I guess growing up, I don't really think I had that much representation, even as, like, I'm Filipino, so, um, like, Asian queer musicians, I didn't know any. I still don't know that many. Mm. (laughs) Um, And I think, like, I guess through my teenage years, sort of, like, Sam Smith kind of appeared and... um, artists like that and like Troy Sivan um, kind of came about into mainstream media, which is really, really awesome. Um, And it just definitely made me feel less alone seeing someone out there in the mainstream media just be themselves completely. Yes. It's, I think it's like representation is definitely so important. And I guess like, that's why I talk about issues that, I feel passionate about as someone that looks like me um, and sort of like my background and everything. I think it's really important, I guess, for a kid, maybe like a little Filipino queer kid is out there and is like, hey, I can do that too. <laughs> mm. Seeing those queer artists like Sam Smith and Troy Savan out being who they are in the mainstream, how did that shape you as an artist? How important did that end up being for you? Yeah, I think it, was totally important because it made me realize that like I could do that and I could have a career and being queer wouldn't um sort of hinder 
that career. Mm. Um, yeah, I think like I just it definitely inspired me to be way more open with my writing. I think it's really easy to um, just make things sort of, I guess, heteronormative and just sort of keep it within um, within the sort of social structure that we're so used to. Because mm. um, even when I was younger, I used to write songs like talking about girls and stuff and I was into guys, you know, and I think finding more people that were queer in the mainstream made me realize I could do that and I could like sing about boys and like kissing boys and like liking mm. guys and stuff like that. And I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't sort of get backlash from, I guess you do, people still get backlash, but there was, I saw a huge amount of people who were very supportive and that was, that was huge for me, I guess. Walk us through Worth. So it's released today. Um, what are the plans around the release? I noticed that you're doing a few virtual shows um, because of the situation that we're in. Yes. Yeah. It's a very strange situation. I do miss doing real life gigs and seeing real faces in the crowd, but <laughs> right now we're sort of just going with what we can. And so on the, 16th of July, I've got a little live stream that I'm doing with the isolation sessions. Mm -hmm. um, and that'll just be me acoustic, um, really stripped back and just singing some new and old songs um, that I've written, including Worth. Um, and I'm also just going to be doing a bunch of Instagram live streams just on my own Instagram um, at Benjamin Trillada. Um, just during July, just to sort of do, do some little shows just when I can. <laughs> I, lo I love that these, um, performances are <laughs> basically like a little virtual home tour. So you have your first <laughs> one scheduled, which is on July 17 and it's in your bedroom. And then the yes. following Friday, you have one in your bathroom. And yep. then the next one's going to be in your kitchen. This is all very yeah. exciting. <laughs> it is very exciting. I'm keen to, like, make some stories about how my sound check will go and stuff. Okay. And I, I think it'll look pretty cool. <laughs> what are we, are we, do you have to dress up the house? Do you have to clean before you do any of these live streams? Like, I'm, like because I've watched I feel... a few and I'm like, surely they don't live that tidily all the time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, I do. It's weird because with live streams and stuff, even when I'm just like calling someone, I feel like I have to get dressed or like have a shower because I'm so used to doing that, even though they probably like can't smell me or like can't <laughs> see me sometimes. Um, I still will have to do that. So I feel like I definitely will clean up. <laughs> yeah. Like I just have to form for the own sake of like my sanity. Okay, so tell us about, I guess, the, the actual production of Worth. I noticed that you've worked um, with some pretty incredible people on it. Yeah, so um, I ended up recording with a producer by the name of John O'Steer, um, and he's worked with some pretty amazing um, acts from Melbourne and I think around, around Australia as well, um, such as like Ainsley Wills and um, Angie McMahon, as well and I just I've heard a lot of his tracks and I just loved 
his sound and I was like, I need his ear on this track. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, def- I got to record the song with him just in his studio, Perch Studios in Castlemaine. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a really like cool experience because the session was actually a, just a, supposed to be a demo session. So we were actually just making, um, just laying down um, the skeleton really of the, of the track. And I wasn't really singing it thinking that it was going to be the recording that we used. Um, but yeah, we ended up using the demo takes all of the demo takes. Um, did he do that on purpose or cool. did... <laughs> I, maybe <laughs> I think, yeah. So it was a very like comfortable experience because I was, I was very relaxed, you know, I was, and, um, I don't know, I guess that we listened back to it and I was like, oh, I actually kind of like how this is sounding. So we ended up like using the demo tracks. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, right. Um, And what would you say that you, I guess, learnt um, from your process of making music from Jono? It was was pretty different because I added, uh, with Jono, um, we added a lot more elements than I... I'm, I'm used to because in my past um, recordings, I really liked just having like acoustic sort of sounds and stuff. And he introduced um, some little atmospheric synths and things like that, that are really just, they really just sort of decorate the song a lot more than if it was just sort of um, the basic instruments. And he definitely added a lot of, that to it and making it sound a lot more atmospheric and reverby and dreamy, which is awesome. And I don't think I could have done that by myself. <laughs> yeah, right. So I owe him a lot. <laughs> well, look, it's interesting when you do listen to some of the tracks that he's been behind. He really knows how to elevate a mood. Totally, totally. He's amazing. Mm. So he was such a treat to work with. Now, the mastering engineer on the track is Joe Cara. I think I've yes. pronounced that correctly. He's a Grammy-nominated engineer. Um, yes. Yeah. So tell us about, I guess, working with him on the track and just getting his, I guess, hands all over it. Um, when you hear what he's done, I guess, after he's mastered it, what does that bring to a to a track? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I like these questions. Um, jo- um, Joe basically... Was a is a friend of Jono's, so really it was easy to sort of just we just handed it over because I trust a lot of um, Jono's ideas and stuff. So I really was like, yes, totally, give it to Joe. Um, and once Joe really just took like not even maybe a day to master it, um, and he sort of just it's I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of like just putting the icing on top of the cake (laughs) to use food references. Um, (laughs) The special sauce. Yeah. It's honestly like that. Like it just makes it so much more ready. Like it's like, it's a baby and it's learning how to eat and it's finally eaten. (laughs) I don't know why I have eating references, Uh but (laughs) that's kind of what it feels like. It, it just makes it sound a lot more ready for radio, you know, ready and clean and 
like pristine i think that's the that's the best way to describe it so hard to describe sound (laughs) (laughs) um look now worth is a a really personal track um obviously to you so who did you first share the song with once it was completed it's usually honestly like at a gig right i will just because i i'm constantly just like playing gigs when we can do that (laughs) um and it's honestly like hey this is a new song um so it's usually kind of to strangers which is yeah i guess a bit weird but it's usually strangers and then i send recordings to other people as well but it's yeah gigs i guess (laughs) yeah okay is it just easier sharing it with strangers as opposed to people whose opinions you probably have more weight behind i think so yeah (laughs) i think that is it it's like I don't feel like there will be any follow-up questions from strangers because they're not that close to me. <laughs> so it's just it's uh, it's definitely a lot easier sharing it with people that you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I find that personally. Um, I guess does your music um, interest in music does that stem from um, your family at all? My interest in music, yeah. Mm. I when I was growing up, like because I am from a Filipino household, so there was a lot of just karaoke like all the time my sisters sing um and like there's literally a like one of those vhs tapes of my parents like holding me and singing karaoke so i I think i definitely learned about music straight away yeah (laughs) what uh, what were they singing oh you know like shania twain (laughs) Um, still the one, you know, um, <laughs> like all those goodies. Um, who else? All the hits. Like Brian, Brian McKnight. Mm. Um, oh, just <laughs> all the classics, you know. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, that must obviously mean that you kick ass at karaoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and how do your family react to the songs that you're releasing? Um, obviously, you've had some great success with your previous tracks, um, like First Kiss and Glue. When you first shared the songs with them, what? how do they react usually? My parents are just, like, so supportive, especially my dad. He's, like, my biggest fan. So <laughs> they honestly are just, like, I guess parents are always like that, but they're, like, wow, this is, like, amazing, like, my, I guess it's like my child made this, you know? <laughs> um, so they definitely, a lot of the time, love my stuff, um, which is cool. I don't know if they're just saying that or if they mean it. But, yeah, with with a lot of my tracks, like, they're pretty personal. So I do get some follow-up questions, which are possibly uncomfortable. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, that's just how I express myself a lot of the time. It's really like through my music. Mm. Were you quite open with your parents um, throughout growing up or were you quite a reserved child and you just expressed yourself through your songwriting? It was definitely, yeah, it was definitely, I was very quiet. Like I would definitely keep to myself a lot of the time. I think also sort of like trying to stay in the closet, you just don't really want to show that much of yourself because you don't want to sort of like be caught out um, or something like that. So I was definitely very, very quiet as a kid. And then music came along and I think it really became an outlet for me to be more expressive and open. 
Well, we're very thankful that you're expressing yourself this way because your songs <laughs> are pretty amazing. What's next oh. for you, other than obviously your live shows throughout July? Um, after Worth, are you building up a body of work to release um, perhaps later on? Are we looking at an EP or an album maybe? Um, I, ha- I haven't really thought about it. I've, th- I've definitely thought about an EP, an album kind of scares me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly an EP. I think I definitely want to put out um, a couple more singles um, and do that because I have so much fun with singles. Like you can just really make them a big deal and it's, I just have a lot of fun with them. Um, But I think I'll definitely put out a couple more singles after this one and hopefully an EP soon if people want it. <laughs> I'm sure people do. Um, and I'm sure people want to see you live as well. So hopefully, um, you know, that it'll whet their appetite in July, but hopefully people will be able to get out and see you perform. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, what is your live setup typically like? Is it you and a guitar? Yeah, it is usually just me and a guitar. It's very um, stripped back, intimate. I think I just... I love like singer songwriters. The one that I can think of on the top of my head is Janice Ian. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, um, she has this song Seventeen. Oh my god, it's my favorite song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen like her live videos on YouTube and stuff, and I just love how she's so interactive and s- sort of like such a storyteller with her crowd. And that's definitely how a lot of my live shows go. It's just me going. Hey, this is a song about like when I kiss this boy, lol. And then I sing the song. <laughs> um, so it's a it's a lot of just like banter and uh, sort of like an open invitation into like my life. Mm. A lot of a lot of the time, yeah. <laughs> no, I love I love going to gigs in Melbourne. I don't get to do it that often, but when I do, it it always feels very collegial in Melbourne. The music scene down there, everyone likes to support each other. By the looks of yeah, it. yeah, it's it's so so supportive. Everyone is so lovely and so willing to just like help each other out. And you you'll notice like there's so many people in different bands. Yes, <laughs> because everyone just loves each other. Like it's it's a bit much, but. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I mean, it's great. It's great to see. And um, that's why Melbourne's pretty much the cultural uh, tapestry of Australia at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right, Benjamin, congratulations on Worth. It is available today and you can catch Benjamin performing uh, live online as part of the isolation sessions on Thursday, the 16th of July, and then through his Instagram, uh, touring his home uh, throughout the rest of July. Benjamin, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Let's hear his absolutely stunning and heart-wrenching song now. It's his brand new single. It's called Worth. This is Benjamin Trollado on Energy Groove. Check it out now. It is available to download at all good digital platforms. So check it out. And you can head to our website to follow up on this interview and for more information about Benjamin's music. Stay with us. You're on Arvo's.